Good morning, everyone, and welcome to St. Anne's. Before we begin Mass today, as the pastor here at St. Anne's Church, I wanted to at least inform you very briefly that while there is the phase one of reopening here for various essential businesses and other agencies in the District of Columbia, St. Anne's Church and the other parishes here are not prepared to reopen in the customary form that we've been used to Sunday after Sunday because the maximum number that is permitted under the mandate here is only 10 persons. After consultation with the parish council, we have determined that at this time, until there is a change in that maximum number permitted to worship here in our church to increase from 10 to say 100 people, which would be the maximum given social distancing and other health requirements, St. Anne's would not reopen until such changes were made. We are a parish of the Archdiocese of Washington, and therefore we take all our cues, all permissions, and all instructions from the Archdiocese of Washington. Stay posted on our website for all the latest information which is changing week by week as we hope and pray we can rejoin together here at a maximum number that is appropriate for worship. Until then, join us every Sunday live streaming this 11 a.m. Mass at St. Anne's Church. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to St. Anne's Church in Washington, D.C. Leading us in celebration this morning is His Eminence, Cardinal Whirl. Please join in singing our opening hymn, Come Holy Ghost, Creator Blessed.
Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you and with your spirit. As pastor of St. Anne's Church here in Washington, D.C., I greet all of you who join us by way of electronic media on this beautiful day in our city. Fifty days after Easter and now concluding the Easter season of the celebration of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, the church commemorates her divine origins with the solemnity of Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit appeared as tongues of fire to inspire the Blessed Mother and the Apostles to commence that visible manifestation in the world of the mystical body and blood of Christ. It is our special anniversary today as a church. And for St. Anne's, we continue our 150th anniversary year of celebration, which gives all of us cause to rejoice even in the midst of the ongoing pandemic all around us and so many other concerns of the day. But what makes our liturgical celebration special today on this holy day of the Lord is to have Cardinal Whirl offer this Mass and to preach your eminence as a successor of the Apostles and in a particular way a very special friend of our parish, a parishioner in fact. I welcome you and thank you for your presence today. Monsignor Watkins, thank you as always for your gracious hospitality. We prepare ourselves now to celebrate the mystery of our redemption through that power of the Holy Spirit whose outpouring we recognize today. Let us acknowledge our sins now and prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You sent to hear the contrite of heart Christ, Christ. 
And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy. Take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to people of good will. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation, pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth. And with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, fill now once more the hearts of every believer. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
one God forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. At this sound they gathered in a large crowd but were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and in amazement they asked, Are not all these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear them in his native language? We are Parthians, Medes, Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. Yet we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty acts of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you Spirit and renew. 
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one body, so also Christ. For in one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons, and we were all given to drink of one Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Once again, I want to express my appreciation to Monsignor Watkins for the gracious invitation to be here and to celebrate this Eucharist at St. Anne's. We are celebrating, which is very obvious today, the Pentecost outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And there are two elements that call our hearts and our minds to reflect on today. One is our belief that we really can change the world. Jesus used the language of the kingdom of God, that we are capable of manifesting God's kingdom. And the second point is, how do we do that? How is it possible that we would be able to change the world? From the very beginning of his public life, Jesus said, this is why I have come to announce to you the kingdom of God is at hand. And then he said to us, there will be ways in which you'll recognize it. There'll be ways in which you will be able actually to manifest this kingdom because the kingdom of God is that, is that world of justice, truth, kindness, Forgiveness, mercy, peace, love. All of these, all of these are manifestations of God's kingdom at work among us. The changing of this world. And then, and then Jesus said to his disciples, to his apostles, I'm returning to the Father. And this now is your responsibility. I leave to you the task of manifesting the kingdom. And how? How do we do this? How do we make of our lives something fuller, richer? How do we live out 
this spiritual reality of being an adopted child of God. How do we, how do we make of our families a community more caring, more loving? How do we make of our society a world that recognizes human solidarity, that recognizes human dignity, and our need to care for one another, to reach out especially to those most in need? How do we live up to the challenge that Jesus gave us? Love one another as I have loved you. How do we do that? How do we live up to our own prayer, Lord, forgive us as we forgive those who sin against us? How do we do that? How do we live up to that challenge? Seek first the kingdom of God, and then everything else will be given you. And that's what Pentecost is all about, the answer to that question. Jesus answers that question for us by promising to send on each of us, as he did at the very beginning of his church, the Holy Spirit. We listened in that first reading today from the Acts of the Apostles, how, how they were gathered, the apostles, those men whom Jesus had chosen and nurtured and taught, who experienced him risen. And there they were, gathered in that upper room. And it describes them as being timid, afraid. And then, as we listen to that reading, we hear the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, this rustling sound, this vibrancy, and the appearance of tongues of fire. And then, and then what does it say? It says these same fearful people were now confident. They were bold. They were prepared to go out living what now they truly cherished in their hearts. Today, today we're called to have that same confidence. My brothers and sisters, we've been baptized. We've been confirmed in the Holy Spirit. We should have the same courage to believe the words of the gospel and to make them a part of our life. This first characteristic of the disciple, the characteristic of confidence, says to you and to me, we do believe. We do believe those words of the creed. And so we're prepared. We're prepared to look around and see our, our opportunities to live out that faith. We're not just individuals. We're members of the body of Christ. And this brings us to another characteristic of the disciple. The disciple is a part of the church. We don't just receive God's word. We try to live it in the community of all of those baptized. That's why we celebrate today this Pentecostal outpouring as the very birthday of the church. And, and now... And now we're supposed to, in that gift of the Spirit that we've received, we're supposed to be able, as best we can, to live the obligations of our faith. We're not just confident, we're part 
of the body of Christ. And then, then you and I, we recognize this church, this church that Jesus came to establish, the beginnings of his kingdom, it's visible. We hear the creed, we profess it, we receive the sacraments, we try to live them. We come together in an apostolic community gathered around the successors to the apostles. All of this because we realize in that outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we become God's family. But there's still, there's still another, another characteristic of the disciple. Not just our courage, our confidence, not just our membership in the church, but the realization that it's our turn now to pass on the faith, to live the faith in such a way that others see in us testimony, witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ, to the coming of his kingdom, to the possibility of a world of truth, justice, kindness, mercy, peace, love. My brothers and sisters, for 2,000 years, disciples have tried to live that reality, to make of this world the beginning of the kingdom. And so it falls to you and to me to recognize it's our turn now. And what gifts have we received? The second reading tells us we've all received gifts of the Spirit what gifts have we received to do all this? Why don't we in the course of today, not in this homily, we wouldn't have time, but why don't we in the course of the day, each one of us, just pause long enough to think, what gifts have I received? And let us not be too modest, because the scriptures tell us, Paul writing to the Corinthians tells us, no, you've received gifts. What are these gifts? And how, how can I, how can I use these gifts to truly be a witness to Jesus, to his gospel, to the coming of his kingdom? And then there's one final, final characteristic that should mark all of us. My brothers and sisters, we have been anointed in the Holy Spirit, just like those apostles were at the beginning of the church. We've received baptism, confirmation. Every time we approach the Eucharist, we're renewed in the Spirit. We should be alive in the joy of the gospel. People should look at us and see in us the joy of being a disciple of Jesus and a member of his church. Pope Francis tells us, the joy of the gospel fills the hearts and the lives of all who encounter Jesus. And then he says, with Christ, joy is renewed and reborn all the time. In this celebration of Pentecost, let us simply accept the challenge. Let us accept the challenge to be confident in our faith. Let us accept the challenge to try to bear witness to our faith. Let us accept the challenge to live out our part in the life and the mission of the church. And finally, 
let us do so in joy so that we are able to pray. Lord, send out your spirit and we shall renew the face of the earth. And let us now profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. My dear friends, let us humbly pray to God, the Almighty Father, and be of one mind in our prayer, just as faith, hope, and charity, which proceed from the Holy Spirit, are one. That the Holy Spirit may inspire us to joyfully use our gifts and talents for the common good of the body of Christ, the Church, whose birthday we celebrate today, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. That the Spirit of God will make each one of us a minister of peace and forgiveness in our homes, schools, and workplaces, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. That those who are alienated from loved ones, who are bitter, afraid, and without hope, may rediscover God's breath of life with them, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For all of our parishioners who are ill or recovering, for all who are imprisoned, abused, or suffering in any way, that they may be delivered from every evil, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. That our deceased relatives and friends may rest forever in the eternal peace of the risen Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear, hear our prayer that God will hear the prayers we now offer in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear, Lord, our, hear prayer. our prayer. O God, who gave the Holy Spirit to your apostles and willed that through them and their successors, the same spirit be handed on to the rest of the faithful. Listen favorably to our prayer and grant that your divine grace which was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, may now spread through the hearts of those who believe in you. 
through Christ our Lord. Just a couple of announcements as we prepare the altar for the liturgy of the Eucharist. And just note that today at one o'clock, our parishioner Sal Salvaggio hosts a special tour highlighting imagery in our beautiful church of St. Anne's to help us better understand the history of the Trinity and the Holy Spirit in the Catholic Church. You can sign up for this connection at stannedc.org slash events in order to receive the invitation link. Our second announcement that next Sunday, June the 7th at 7.30 p.m., we will live stream, where you're watching right now, a recital to benefit Tenleytown small businesses that are struggling due to the coronavirus epidemic. Vocalist Natalie Plum and pianist Martin Labazovich, who recently joined the roster of Steinway artists, will perform uplifting gospel and classical songs. You can always visit stannedc.org give to support our parish at this time. Again, coming out of nowhere, you find across your screen the advertisement for that. When regular impu collections are not possible, we rely upon your generosity to support us. And finally, as always, we are promoting the Manual of Prayers, which is a book that I put together for the Pontifical North American College in Rome. Many of you have purchased this already, and you can send me an email to find out more information how you can obtain a copy of this prayer book, which I think many of you have found helpful during your time of prayer alone at home. God bless you, and note that we're always united by bonds of faith, hope, and love, whether you can be with us physically or not. Make the spiritual communion today. If you're watching by way of the electronic media, know that Christ is with you, that we are here with you in prayer. Thank you, as always. During the preparation of the gifts, please join in singing the hymn, Lord, you give the Great Commission. Ooh! 
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as promised by your Son, the Holy Spirit may reveal to us more abundantly the hidden mystery of this sacrifice and graciously lead us into all truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For bringing your paschal mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today on those you made your adopted children by uniting them to your only begotten Son. This same Spirit, as the Church came to birth, opened to all peoples the knowledge of God and brought together the many languages of the earth in profession of the one faith. Therefore, Overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God. Therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world. Together, with your servant, Francis, our Pope, Wilton, our Bishop, me, your unworthy servant, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them, we offer you this sacrifice of praise or they offered for themselves and all who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating the most sacred day of Pentecost, 
on which the Holy Spirit appeared to the apostles in tongues of fire and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmas, and Damien, and all your saints, we ask that through their merits and prayers in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, O oh Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O oh God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O oh Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them. As once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel, the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering 
of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who've gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, and with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord. Through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord, you sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior and Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins.
mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. During communion, the body of Christ. please Amen. enjoy meditating on the song Holy the Spirit by Keith Getty and Stuart Townend. <clears throat> Turn 
striving into works of grace. Breath of God, show Christ in all I do. Let us pray. O God, who bestow heavenly gifts upon your church, safeguard, we pray, the grace you have given, that the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon her may retain all its force, and that this spiritual food may gain her abundance of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow down for the blessing. May God, the Father of lights, who was pleased to enlighten the disciples' minds by the outpouring of the Spirit, the paraclete, grant you gladness by his blessing and make you always abound with the gifts of the same Spirit. Amen. May the wondrous flame that appeared above the disciples powerfully cleanse your hearts from every evil and pervade them with its purifying light. Amen. Amen. And may God, who has been pleased to unite many tongues into the profession of one faith, give you perseverance in that same faith, and by believing, may you journey from hope to clear vision. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia. Thank you.
Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia. Please join in singing our closing hymn, Battle Hymn of the Republic. have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory, hallelujah